This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Dukes and Bell. Usually, at least over the last few years, we've not had the luxury of being in this position where Mike and I are smiling, or at least I am, and enjoying what's going on with the Falcons. Oh, time out, time out. I am not unhappy. Sounds disappointing. No, I'm just saying that, uh, and the Bates thing is exciting because we got we got one of the best safeties in the league. Uh, absolutely it is. But, you know, what's the point if what? you can't get no pass rush? Oh, come on. Hey, Will man. you just get excited for like yes. two seconds? I'm excited about Lindstrom, excited about Bates. I just, yes. you know, I just, I wanted Hargrave. I wasn't the only dude wanted Hargrave. And, you know, he went and got a nice deal, a big deal with the 49ers, although it kind of boils down to a two-year deal. But uh, look, as and I'm having, you know, you're, you're, you're like everything else. You're goading me now. You're doing this to I me. I am not. And you just sound me, down. And you, you know, you reinforce the negativity that comes out, <laughs> comes out louder through the speakers. No, it's a good first day for us, and it is that first day. So perspective, but and the Bates thing is great. You get one of the best safeties. I just, I'm curious. Are we going to dedicate resources in the draft? We're going to go after the best edge rusher in the draft. I mean, are we going to chill? Because again, Carl, it's not a great free agent class for edge rushers. To be honest, that's it's why not. Davenport was ranked actually in the top twenty. No, and he's not been picked up day one. Listen, if you want to do, if you want to go after the guys that you feel like are difference makers, you do it day one. Go look at all the guys that have been picked up here, right? We're talking about the top-tier guys and the best guys at their position. All these guys have deals, Mike. Davenport doesn't. So, for whatever it's worth, and I'm not taking shots. I don't have to. I told you guys five years ago he wasn't any good. It is what it is. I just think that for us as Falcons, you say we haven't been in this position to do any of this in day one. We've not been day one players for a long time. So, Today I feel good because it does feel like my team is advancing and moving forward in the right direction. I think Jesse Bates is going to help us tremendously. I, I do think Anyamata is going to be an upgrade over anybody we've thrown at defensive tackle, and I think our red zone offense is going to be better, not just because of Jonu Smith, but because of what else you have to try to defend now for Arthur Smith when you bring in Jonu Smith, who is capable of catching touchdowns as well. You can be like, well, I'm not going to defend that guy. I'm going to double-team pits. We're going to make sure London doesn't get it and Algier out of the backfield. Well, good luck. And that's when Jonu Smith is wide open in the middle of the field for a touchdown. 
That's what I like about these moves. Lindstrom is the best guard, period. You don't let that guy walk out of the building. So as Mike said, we didn't spend a lot of time on it because it would have been dumb if no. they let that if they didn't do this deal. No, and again, anytime you have a guy like that who's coming off a Pro Bowl season, like he was plug and play from the jump. The only guy that gives him fits is Derek Brown in Carolina, but that guy does it to a lot of folks. He's a he's a solid piece. He's one of the best guards in the NFL, and he just reset the market. Now Orlando Brown may or may not reset the market at tackle. He is available. You know McGarry. They might uh, he might his agent might visit a bunch of teams, talk to a bunch of guys on the phone, and at the end of the day. He might be right back here for a manageable contract, kind of like what Schrader's contract was a couple years back. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. So maybe, just maybe, look, I, I would prefer to move on to somebody else, but there's still a lot of pieces of the puzzle we don't know yet where they're going. So I'm cool. I'm just saying, I, 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 Hargrave was the one guy that I earmarked. I wanted the best defensive tackle money could buy that would make everybody better on the line. But if you look at the number, look at the numbers, <laughs> and you talked about it, and a lot of the listeners have shown me the stats, and we know the numbers about Onyemata. Bobby Abear gave us a breakdown on how good he is. So And he's also familiar with Ryan Nielsen, which makes perfect sense. So that's a nice fit. And Bates, his numbers speak for themselves. He is a stud. He can hit the run. He can run support. He can ball hawk. He can do it all. All right, let's talk about what else is going on because outside of our Falcons, there are a lot of deals, and you may be wondering, all right, well, who's going where? All of this won't become official until Wednesday, the first official league day or league year starts, but these deals are are in a place, and so Sam Darnold is going to go to the 49ers. Mike mentioned it. It is a real reclamation project. I don't know. Uh, Obviously, Kyle Shanahan feels comfortable with bringing in Darnold, but he's not going to be a guy that was going to start with Carolina. Carolina is going to get their future quarterback – and everybody else will be second. And whoever that guy is, who they've earmarked, to, whether it's C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, that is the guy that's going to lead that franchise. So Sam Darnold needed to find a new home, and he does with the 49ers. And the 49ers are so loaded, maybe Shanahan can resurrect his career. You know, By the way, speaking of career resurrection, it has been a bunch of bumps and stops and starts. But Baker Mayfield earlier today, there were rumors about Baker Mayfield in Tampa Bay. Yeah. And the Bucks kicking the tires on that very seriously. Well, he's got to find a new place. I mean, I don't think that uh, the Rams are, are for, you know long for him. They're trying to even move and trade Matthew Stafford. They're just trying to get rid of some of this money that's on the books for them. The Bears, I thought, did a really good job today. And Tremaine Edwards, uh, Edmonds, that is, who was a safety for uh, or linebacker for the uh, Bills, goes to the Bears, Mike, at $72 million, $50 million guaranteed. He's a player. Mm. And you start looking at what the Bears did. You know, they agreed with Nate Davis, the guard out of Tennessee we talked about. That would have been a nice fit for us. <sighs> TJ Edwards, they also uh, got a deal done with him. We know they've traded the first overall pick. They got DJ Moore. So you got, you've got guys now that are going to come in and immediately have an effect on your football team. And we haven't even gotten to the draft yet, which now they'll pick ninth. Right. Now, if Orlando Brown can't get traction, maybe comes back to Kansas City. Kansas City loses their starting left tackle and their starting right tackle. Wiley started, uh, signed with the Commanders. We always talked about Deron Payne. He was like the first guy we had earmarked at defensive tackle. He signed a, a deal which creates $9 million in cap space for them. So the, the Commanders are actually making some good money moves. Jawan Taylor, the former Jag, winds up in Kansas City. So he plugs in in a four-year, $80 million deal. But you think, I mean, you think there's a shot for us for the Orlando Brown, or you think that's uh, another, another, got another plan? How serious are you? I mean, if you're telling me that we are really trying to resurrect this offensive line where we don't have to worry about it, hopefully for the next few years. Kick Jake out to the right side? Then, then, then you do this, right? I mean, he can play both, by the way, Orlando Brown. But, but it's just one of those things. Like, if you say – Hey, we're all in on offensive line. And then, you know what? We will draft more defense. We'll draft an edge rusher in a corner in the draft. But, look, we just fixed a lot of stuff in free agency. 
because that's why you have this money. That is why we're in the position we're in, so you can maybe try to fix some of the things that we've been talking about. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Appreciate all you guys hitting us up. Most Falcon fans, unlike Mike, feel really good today about where this team is headed and what they've done. Hey, don't paint me with this brush. How what? dare you? How, what? How dare you? I'm very excited. Very excited. You sound excited. Yeah. I mean, there's this is going from back to front, and I just have bad memories of the last general manager who wanted to build the pass rush back to front. Named So, again, Bates is great, but Bates is just going to be a guy running around unless you get the quarterback on the ground. Anyamata is the first step to that. And maybe they've got more free agents or guys, i got to be honest with you, maybe they're going to go draft one. But you said it earlier. We already got uh, D'Angelo Malone, Ebba Katie, yep. Okandeji. We signed Lorenzo Carter. I mean, you could argue the next piece. It won't be a big, big piece by NFL headline standards, but maybe Rashawn Evans comes back here. They get a, fa- a sort of a, a Falcon team-friendly deal from Rashawn Evans. I just, I just want to see development. That's the thing. Like, we shouldn't be talking about these guys, and they're not any good when they come in, or they're not as good as we thought. And then in year three, Mike, nothing's changed. You, you got to develop guys. So that that is the t- task. Of Ryan Nielsen. By the way, Raiders fill the quarterback void with Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> so, if you're Derek Carr, you know you got to have a chip, and maybe that's bad for us with the Saints if he really kind kind of creates some chemistry and he gets into a thing with Chris Olave, who's going to be his number one target. But you replace Derek Carr, who's kind of like Kirk Cousins in that he may put up good numbers, but you just don't have the confidence in him in the postseason with a guy who's basically a worse version, but unhealthy, yeah. of Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what he is. I, I Listen, the, the move makes sense because of their history together. We're talking about the coach and the, and the quarterback. I don't know if it upgrades him. I, I don't know. You know, you're going to tell me, well, Garoppolo played in the Super Bowl. I don't know if that upgrades him. If you're getting rid of Carr... Should I, it's got to be an upgrade, doesn't it? Right. And then the other stories that happened earlier today, you guys saw that the Dolphins are all in. Jalen Ramsey. Rams have, look, the Rams had a window. They got to the Super Bowl twice. They won it once. That's I think that's mission accomplished. But now comes the payback. And some of those pieces are a little expensive. So Jalen Ramsey goes over to the Dolphins to help bolster that defense, which is going to be something. Jesse Bates is my dog, Mike. He's my dog, too. <laughs> I just want a, a big, ferocious dog up front. Jesse Bates, welcome to the A, baby. Jesse Bates, Richie Grant, Jalen Hawkins, A.J. Hey. Terrell. We're going to continue. Hey, we may have more corners hey. after the draft. And we mentioned this. Uh, guys were asking what happens to Richie Grant. Richie Grant can play nickel. He was he played corner at UCF. He can, you know, he can also play strong safety, too, if Hawkins gets banged up. There's some work they can do with him. Hawks in action tonight against the T-Wolves. Pre-game starts at 7, tips at 7.30. We spent a lot of time today on football, and rightfully so. But what happened over the weekend with the Hawks? And what was that Trey Young thing that happened? We'll talk about it next. This is Andrew Perloff with the CBS. 2000. It is Dukes and Bell getting ready for Hawks basketball. Uh, Ant-Man back in the the house tonight, Mike. He's back home. Uh, T-Wolves in town to take on our Hawks. If you're wondering, Hawks are, oh, 34 and 34, Mike, 500. <laughs> Back which is, where we started. Yeah, which is where they've been, currently eighth in the uh, Eastern Conference. And I, I want to go back to what happened with the Celtics game. Celtics came in here. They just hit cr- clutch shot after clutch shot. Well, they're, they're one of the best teams. Look, it's them and the Bucks. You know, pick your poison. If you, get in the, you make it in the play-in game and you're in the eighth seed, pick your poison. No, it's it's, it's going to be a tough task. Listen, they, they are a team that has been good all year, but more importantly, they know how to get stops, and they know how to score late in games. And 
for Trey Young, I think the big thing was the technical foul, right? Marcus Smart mm-hmm. and Trey, they, they have a little skirmish. Uh, Trey was asked about the, the whole technical foul thing. This is what he said in regards to the Marcus Smart incident. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, no, nah, I didn't get an ex- explanation on why I got a tech. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, not, nothing much to say. They did pop uh, Marcus Smart for twenty five grand. Did the NBA and his I role? In they the, should have. Yeah, because he was he was all it was all him. Yeah, and he, Trey, and I respect Trey for not backing down. You can't give up that. You can't give an inch on the floor like no, that. No, Trey and Trey got the tech because he pointed the finger at him. It, it, you know, you're pointing the finger in a guy's face again. That's aggressive. Uh, I know Smart was much more aggressive, but I'm just glad Trey wasn't hurt. Let's be honest. When you start taking tumbles like that, right. Mike, and your guys are falling and you're trying to, you know, break your fall, that's when you break a wrist or a finger. You just never know. So I'm glad he wasn't hurt. But they won the game, and, and Trey was talking about, you know, we fought back, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah, I think we fought really hard. Obviously, we just we got back super late last night from D.C. It was a back-to-back. I mean, obviously, any of those are tough, especially when a team is, is waiting on you and resting and ready, ready to play. Uh, so, I mean – uh, we just got to be better. I mean, obviously, they're a really good team, and we gave them some good looks and things like that. Um, but we competed, and uh, we just got to get the next one. Yeah, they did ask him some follow-up questions about Marcus Smart. We don't have the audio, but the cut is funny. He goes, I'm not going to friend Van Vliet these people because Van Vliet was calling out the refs <laughs> and I was going to get hit by the NBA. So Trey, Trey was having as much fun as you can with it. But, look, that's a team. I thought we missed a bunch of good looks. I thought there were some good looks. Look, we're not going to play great defense. Those are teams, even if you play great defense, Celtics have so many weapons, they'll still find a way to score. I just thought the Hawks missed some good scoring opportunities when the game was still winnable. I agree. Uh, Quinn Snyder was asked about that technical foul on Trey, and he said there was no uh, understanding of it or at least explanation by the officials. For me right now, I mean, I, I, it's over. You control what you can control. I wish there would have been a charge call when Trey Young took a charge. You know, and that sometimes has a tendency to, you know, people get, um, well, the, the, that situation, I haven't seen the film. Now, I think one thing we talked about last week was Trey kind of, in, you could argue, increasing the defensive intensity. And to what, what basically what Coach is saying is he doesn't have a rep as a great defender, so he's not going to get that call. Once yep. you play more defense on a regular basis, then they'll, they'll give you that you can take the charge, right? Uh, yeah, listen, I, I, but, but I also think if a call is blatantly obvious, you've got to make the call. Quinn Snyder was close to being fine right there. Like, he's yeah. talking right. and but he's he also, getting there. But he also inherited a team that whines and cries too much on the floor. I agree. That's something they've got to just deal with and get better. Because sometimes I, it gets in their, in their noggins. Well, he's talking about controlling the things you can control. So they miss a call on the tray, you know, taking a charge. And then here you are going back down the court talking about how you right. could you miss that call. And then, you, you, you know, the officials are not going to be uh, in your favor there. Uh, one last thing from Quinn Snyder, and he was talking about the fact that uh, they do and can learn a lot from this game. Uh, the, the T-Wolves guys, they come in, they're 34 and 34 as well, seventh in the Western Conference. So they would also be in the play-in. But all these games matter as we count down to the end of the season. But here's Quinn Snyder. I think there's a lot we can take from this game. They play unique you know, a unique style, um, really trying to cultivate mismatches and those types of things, which is good for us to, to play against. And there's going to be a process for us of, like, thinking and thinking collectively, and this team makes you do that a lot both on both ends of the floor. So, so as you said, Ant-Man will probably be pretty fired up, right? You should give the home crowd a show. I would think so, Mike. I think he wants to come home and show, you know, hey, look, uh, from here, anytime you play in your home city, you want to show out. Uh, Trey likes to go back to Oklahoma City because, you know, he grew up there. Show out. I, I don't have any issues with that as long as we win the game. Let me ask you this, though, with the Marcus Smart incident. Do, 
was is Marcus dirty? Do you think that was a dirty situation? Plays on the edge. Yeah, plays on the edge. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not Dylan Brooks, but it's it's gamesmanship. No, it's definitely not Dylan no, Brooks. It's not that. You know, it's not. But it's just it's a dude who plays with some edge. He always kind of always has, hasn't he? Yeah. Did you see who was the first one to uh, Trey's aid there? John Collins. Yeah. Because he's again, we've yeah. said this. We've said this for years. First guys. one. They might not laugh at the same jokes, but John does have his back. When you got to respect that. By the way, in case you're a degenerate gambler, and I know you are because you're listening to us, five and a half point spread tonight. Hawks, five and a half point favorites. Mm. Over, under, uh, 244 and a hey. So, two, let's see, 123, 122 puts you over. It's a lot. It's a lot of points been scored. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's, that's quite a bit, son. That's quite a bit. Meanwhile, the schedule, as we talk about the Hawks, they're coming up here, uh, top of the hour, pregame. Mike Conte will have the pre-half and post. Of course, uh, then Steve Holman, bang, with the call tonight. And we've got a lot of hoops coming up, guys, because we've got the NCAA tournament, first four, Tuesday and Wednesday after uh, uh, we get done. And then Thursday, Friday, first-round tournament. We're going to have all the action for you uh, leading up to the Final Four. But I was just looking at the schedule, Mike, the remaining schedule for the Hawks and just getting there, man. I mean, we got Golden State Friday, by the way, which is 92-9, the game night. Right. Uh, and we gave away some standing room only tickets. I'm assuming we'll have some more of those as we move through the through the week. But mm-hmm. Golden State, so that's Steph and company in here on Friday night uh, after Minnesota on Monday. So you get a few days rest. But then you go on the road to San Antonio, and then you come back home. You get Detroit, and then you got to go to Minnesota, and then you get Indianapolis. Memphis will job be playing by March 26th because that's when Memphis comes mm-hmm. in here. Ooh, good question. Because I got to figure at some point they're going to get them. They're going to they're going to break them loose right at some point. Do you think he gets more games? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been hearing he might get more games. I've heard anything from fifty, right? So yeah, that means he's going to miss the postseason. Correct. I've heard, mm-hmm. and only because there is a precedent that has been mm-hmm. set. If you start talking right. about guys and Arenas uh, Gilbert Arenas carrying a gun right. and all this stuff, guys have been suspended for a lot longer time. Now, Ja did say he needed to get away, get his head right, and you know mm-hmm. need some help. I don't know how the league looks at that, Mike, but you had a gun yeah. on the team plane. There are a lot of people out there, again, in the media, op-ed pieces around the league saying that, again, especially Commissioner Silver kind of let this thing kind of fall on the Grizzlies as opposed to the league taking a more active role. So we'll see. I think it's like it's bad optics. The dude is a, is one of the biggest stars in the league, and you just you cannot have that. By the way, for what it's worth, with Tankathon, the dudes who keep a look at the records, yeah. we are the 16th toughest schedule with our 14 remaining games. Last two, by the way, April 7th. Philly in town, and then you go Sunday at Boston to finish the season mm. at 1 o'clock. Now, maybe Philly and Boston at that point, they're one or three, and their position is set, but those games are still – we're still trying mm. to, you know, gain some advantage here. Right. I, I'm just saying that's the way you end the season, those last two games, and maybe Boston and Philly are playing for the second or the first seed. You don't know. Right. Now, again, guys, Boston, they've uh, fixed things up. The Bucks did lose their last game, so now it's Milwaukee. Game and a half up. We are still a game and a half behind the Heat, and we'll probably wind up playing the Heat. And that'll be not the best-case scenario, but that would be the 7-8. Uh, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. If you're just joining us, Falcons were busy today, baby. Mm. This is what I'm talking about. Let's make a splash. And they did it with four different moves, a trade for John U. Smith, Chris Lynchham. They uh, re-sign our guard, the best at his position. And then they bring in David Anyamata, defensive tackle from the Saints, and Jesse Bates, the top safety in free agency. Right. They signed him, guys, so it's been a busy, busy day for the Falcons. I know a lot of Falcon fans said Jesse Bates is the best safety. Let's go get him. They did. And you've got now a chance to maybe add if you do. Now, here's the thing. If you address everything else through free agency or more of the pieces in free agency, you go get two of the best corners. There's a couple of corners that could be there at eight. Gonzalez, a kid from Oregon. Now, all of a sudden, your secondary goes from being a weakness to a strength. 
But that gets back to the argument you and I had. Do you build from the front or do yeah. you build from the back? Yeah. I mean, do you put that roof on your house before you put the foundation on there, Carl? I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, Mike, the, the roof lets the rain not come in. <laughs> I just and again, it is not a great it is not a great free agent class. We talked about it for edge rush, but there are some pieces. We also have a lot of young guys. That's why getting a guy like Onyamata in here, helping Grady, help help get more guys, rotate more big defensive tackles, and they can't play all the time to get these young guys traction off the edge and get the quarterback on the ground. All right, we're gonna open up the phone lines uh, for you to chime in. We did this a little bit earlier, but maybe you didn't have a chance to jump on. 404-741-0929. What are you thinking about the moves the Falcons made today? And maybe you have a comment or two about another team that you're watching. Because, listen, there's a lot of free agent activity. It's all around the league, and some of the top players are already off the board. 404-741-0929. Falcons, fans, where are you at? Maybe you're disappointed like Mike. I'm not disappointed. Stop it. I'm not disappointed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're talking to Falcon fans. 404-741-0929. Want to know what you think about the moves today that have been made on day one, Mike? Now, look, I don't want to paint my partner with that broad brush that he has been (laughs) upset or disappointed today. He does feel like a lot of fans that say, hey, I wish we would have done this. There's nothing wrong with that. We had a guy call in. He said, I'm lukewarm on these moves, but I do like them. I have no problem with that. The day started with social media, as uh, Squid Billy, our producer, likes to say, no, 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 And it started off with somebody going, oh, guess we're not doing anything today. Well, you signed Lindstrom, okay. You got you drafted a guy. Give Dimitrov credit. They didn't screw that one up. You get a guy out of the offensive line factory like Boston College. He plugs and plays, and he earns himself a pro bowler this year. And if anything, the only thing that hurt Lindstrom not being a pro bowler anytime sooner is how bad the rest of the guys in the offensive line are around him. So Lindstrom gets it. He gets paid, resets the market, very similar to Quentin Nelson's contract with the Colts a couple years or two years ago, but he's worth it. Now, what are we going to do with the other left guard? What are we going to do with the right tackle? The good news is the right tackle position, Orlando Brown, the bell cow, has not signed yet, hasn't signed a new deal. Uh, Was it Taylor signed, right, with the – Juwan Taylor, I should say, signed with the Chiefs, the former Jaguar, big contract. But we may, as yet, Carl, add some more beef to the old line, which will make Ritter – will give Ritter the best sample size he could ever have next season, right? No doubt. Let's talk to Jesse in Atlanta. You're up first on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oh, excuse me. I said, Jason, it's Justin. Justin, you're up. Hey, man, talk to us. Hey, man, just wanted to uh, talk about the free agent class. I know we traded for Junu Smith, but he's got a $17 million cap in. So a little nervous about that. I don't know if they're going to restructure. They are. They are. 30-year-old restructure. 30-year-old defensive tackle, I, I, to me it's a little much for, for a 30-year-old defensive tackle. And Jesse Bates, I mean, we got the two younger guys. I know you mentioned you could move Grant to the nickel, but he's never, he's never done that for us. So I feel like it's uh, a little bit unproven. 
Yeah, now Grant could play the nickel. He did play, and he was more of a corner slash, considered a corner first in the draft. He was a, a safety, but he did play both positions. I get it at UCF. He could play nickel. He could play both strong because he hits too. Grant likes to pop people, but if Jalen Hawkins is banged up, he can play both. But you got an upgrade. You've got a guy who plays better run support. It's almost like you take Keanu Neal and you get better coverage too on this. I mean, you've got a guy. I'm not. I, look, I'm not going to com- compare Bates to a Ronnie Lott or something because he doesn't hit like that. But he does hit. He does play run support. Yeah, he's been a big, big part of what Cincinnati's defense has done these last few years. Uh, we're not overhyping him. I don't have to do that. If he wasn't any good, I tell you guys. I hope you know that by now. This is a great signing for the Falcons. Now, how they use him, that's going to be left up to Ryan Nielsen and the new defensive coordinator and his staff as to the, to the best ways to get the best product out of him. Guys, I think it gives us more options. Let's be open-minded about this, but, Justin, you bring up a great point. And, yes, the the the, the Janu uh, contract, that, listen, they had all intentions to restructure. To give up a seventh-round pick, though, for a guy that you know can play, this would be like you – working with somebody, they leave for two years, you knew they produced at your job, and then all of a sudden you had a chance to bring them back. That's what Arthur Smith did. Yeah, we both talked about, you know, just, you know, he had one year with Josh McDaniels, but that was also Mac Jones' rookie year. And then the second year, it's a damn blank show because Joe Judge and Matt Patricia's never coached offense. So 11 touchdowns his last two years with Arthur Smith. Then just one touchdown with New England, but that will be restructured. And then, of course, uh, you know, you you also got the, a deal done with Lorenzo Carter earlier in the week. Maybe Rashawn Evans gets a deal done. Also signed the punter. Pinion got signed. The fullback got signed. Smith. Guys that are, you know, the role players, but they got signed to deals as well. Let's talk to Jerry in Hampton. You're up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What are you thinking about the moves, Jerry? Hey, man. Hey, man. How you doing? Good, brother. Good, Jerry. What are you thinking, man? I'm thinking, I'm thinking this right here. Okay, so you sign one guard and three defensive players. So you're giving Arthur Smith a team. If you don't win, your head is on the chopping block. I mean, you can argue. And I, I, I hate too. to see that. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Who are you yeah, talking, I, who are you talking about? You're talking about that. Arthur Smith's head on the chopping block? You're three. You, you believe no, that? No, I'm talking yeah, no, no, I'm saying this right here. You you gave Arthur Smith yeah. a guard. Okay. Okay. One offensive player. Right. So that means you believe in Desmond Ritter. No, necessarily. You could actually have a better offensive line. Ritter may suck and you can still draft another quarterback next year. But you know, you're at least gonna have a full sample size of what you got. Look. Lindstrom was already here. We didn't get Lindstrom from the Steelers or the Raiders. He was here. We just we drafted him and re-signed him. Now we gotta go get another guard. And unfortunately, a good guard that we like got picked up by the Bears, who also played for the Titans. That was who was that? Uh, Chris Nate got? Davis. Nate Davis. Good pull. So, uh, look, you need to add more pieces. We may draft a tackle if we don't sign a tackle. We may draft a corner if we do get a tackle in free agency. But Arthur Smith is, you know, he's been making lemonade out of lemons. This is finally the first time, Carl. We actually have some money to spend. Yeah. And fought. No, look. By the way. The one th- let me just say this. I know you've been you've been painting me as a negative Nelly today. Well, you're very disappointed. No, I wanted Hargrave because Hargrave's better than Anyamata. But Hargrave maybe didn't want to be here, or maybe we didn't pursue him because we thought the contract was too rich. But it takes two to tango. Guys got to want to be here as well. It does. And Jerry, let me say this here. Um, I get it. I, I do. I don't think nobody's on the chopping block next season. I, I just don't. I don't believe that. We're not there yet. Um. And I do believe that as the team progressively gets better, 
And if we don't win enough games, mm-hmm. then that will change because you can't get better and have better personnel and get less results. Right. So what Arthur Smith has done is nothing less of a miracle the last couple of seasons. We were 7-10. and 10. I brought this up last week when we were talking about the Jets and the Jets. The Jets are right there. We had the same stinking record as the Jets. We didn't have as much talent. So I don't believe that to be the case where we currently are. Appreciate the phone call. Let's talk to Chief on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chief, you like these moves? Yes, sir, Chief. Hey, let me tell you this to Mike right quick. Mike, I love you, guys. I really do. But me and Carl, we're happy for one reason and one reason only. You know what that reason is? What's that? We didn't sign Marcus Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that, Chief. He ain't Yo! here. Yeah, and by the way, uh, Ty Shuttle, and you got uh, Dav- if Davenport signs somewhere else, you're going to lose three parts of that offensive line, at least two defensive tackles. You lost both that have played with Cameron Jordan these last couple of years. So they do get Derek Carr, but the Saints are going to look a little bit different defensively. Yeah, D-line, D-line. Uh, all right, we're coming back. We're going to hand things over to the Hawks. Get ready for tonight's matchup. Hawks, T-Wolves. Appreciate the calls, guys. Chief's right, though. Told you all about Marcus Davenport. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t